Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tiffany. This is a They Didn't Tell You podcast. We are here for episode number 27, an unruly takeover part two, featuring Bay, aka my boyfriend, aka David. Thank y'all so much for tuning in last week and showing us a whole lot of love. And thank you for those of you who have hit me up, telling me how much you love the episode, giving me your feedback. I really appreciate it. And to those of you who are friends of David, who are tuning in for the first time or you know, last week's episode was your first one and this is your second. I hope that you find space here and stick around. I'm always down to make new friends. Um, this week we're answering listener questions, some questions I've come up with as well. And you're going to get a bit more information on how Dave and I operate and how we handle certain situations. I'm laughing because the episode's a little bit funny. Well, I'm laughing a lot, so in the episode. So of course I'm finding everything funny. Nevertheless, feel free to rate and subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already so that you are in the know for future episodes. With that said, enjoy. All right. So we are back. Uh, I posed a question on my podcast, social media, and then on my own personal social media, because I seem to get the most responses from there. So shout out to y'all who have posed these questions. And the thing about it is too, I appreciate the fuck out of y'all for being open with me about some of your questions, because this is, there's a lot of trust that goes into responding to someone's request, because essentially to me, you're not anonymous, but the response is anonymous. And you're hoping and making sure that I won't put you on, you know, put you on blast with your questions, which I never will. So I appreciate any of y'all and all of y'all who have um, submitted questions to me um, to ask today. So most of these questions I'm going to give off for me and Dave that were uh, asked of us. I said, you know, I have a special guest. Special guest is Bay. And, you know, what questions do you want us to address? So, Dave, I hope you're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got something in your cup. Gotcha. Before before you get to the second part of the question, can I give a shout out real quick? Of course you can. Uh, I want to <laughs> get a shout out like I'm at a radio station. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to Amanda. Oh, oh best friend. Amanda, thank you for bringing Tiffany to the club that day. It was Nicole. Wow. Relax, relax. Oh, okay. Amanda drove the car oh, that true. Tiffany was in, right? Let me shut the fuck up. And I want to give a shout out to Nicole because it was your birthday. And if it wasn't for you, she wouldn't have been there. And I also want to give a shout out to Tierra because mm-hmm. you're the homie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's all I want to give a shout out to. Gang, gang. Go back to your question. Gang, gang. <laughs> Aww, yo, let me tell you something. When your nigga is good with your friends mm-hmm. and your friends love them, we're good money. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that what you say? We good money. So the first question that was asked of us, David, and this one right here, right? I'm just going to get messy from the beginning. And it's kind of a two-part question. So um, the question is, what do you do mm-hmm. if your significant other either isn't ranked um, or lost their top spot? And this is all sexual. So what do you do if your significant other is not ranked as your top spot for like your your number one sexual encounter or they lost to their top spot? So let's address the first part mm-hmm. of what do you do if they, they, you know you got with me? Per se, and mm-hmm. you're like, damn, Tiff not number one, bro. So what what would you say? I wouldn't say nothing. If it's de- if it's if it's straight, if it's not terrible, <laughs> I can rock out. If it's terrible, like, oh my God, what we going through here? Like, but what would you do if it was terrible? If it was terrible, man. But what, what would your advice be to someone who we is- gotta figure this thing out? I don't know what we gonna do. We gotta do something. I don't know if I gotta go crazy on you. Might have to, you know, invest in a little um on pornhub.com. Sorry, mom and dad. Um <clears throat> and anyone else listening. I think people when it comes down to sex, here's the thing. And I've been waiting to talk about sex. I'm glad I have you here in front of me to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> did you say mm-hmm. go ahead, Tiffany? <laughs> I feel like it's a very taboo subject. Nobody wants to talk about sex, baby. No one wants to talk about you and me, right? They all want to keep it to themselves because that's really what we've been taught. Sex is not an open conversation we have with our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have it amongst our friends, but, we, but we're not even always honest with our friends about our sexual encounters. I know sometimes people have told me like, years later, like, oh, girl, they was trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you know, I know, I know, I know what I said. Garbage. And it's kind of like, damn, why you wait so long to tell people? It's kind of like this embarrassment you feel. And so because of that, a lot of people are in like very, um, in very like sterile relationships where there's no lust. I was watching a show the other day and, and the wife was married to her husband for like, so it's not a real show. It's a fake show, but it's a good one. Nevertheless, it's called Sex Education on Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind English ac- accents, get with it. It's, it's fire. Um, but the wife was like, you know, my husband hasn't touched me 
in six years. Mm. And she was just basically saying words. She was trying. She put on some sexy lipstick. She put on some negligee for him. And he was like, well, he wasn't cheating. He just was like a weird guy. He Uh, was, you got to watch the show. He was, he was off. Um, he was definitely wasn't cheating, at least not yet revealed in the show. But, um, in those situations, you know, people feel like a lack of love. So what would your advice be to someone if they felt like their significant other wasn't their top rated? I mean, what could they do? I mean, can we talk about it? I mean, are you Mm -hmm. going, you know, can you talk about, you know, your sex? Are you scared to talk talk about your sex with your? That part. Are you else? afraid? Yeah, exactly. Like, what's wrong with something? Like, listen, I love you, but but it's not there. This mm-hmm. is not it. I don't know if it's me. It might be you, mm-hmm. but you know, I think I should have a conversation about it. You know, mm-hmm. tell her the truth. Be mm-hmm. real, because you're gonna be real with your friends. Why not be real with her? You know, Word. talk about it. And I think sometimes it's very easy for women, and being a woman, mm-hmm. having talked to many women. Um, especially by the subject of sex, a lot of women don't want to hurt men, a man's feelings, and so they'll walk away letting a man feel like they just they just put it down. Nah, and and that's not the case at all. Very rarely do women really come to a guy and say, "Was <sighs> trash, my it was, man." It was actually um quite uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like you chewed everything. Wow, I so, think you should tell the truth. Yeah, word, you know, word, just word. keep it. Especially if that's your significant other. Word. If it's some random, you know, you yeah, just have random, fun for the night. Word. You know, we can cut that off and keep mm-hmm. our joints moving, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's a significant other and you see a future with this person, word. I feel like you should be able to talk about it. What, what things can y'all do to spark this up? Or I don't know if we can get past this. I think you definitely need to talk, though. Conversation and communication is number one. I think that's where a lot of couples struggle with That's a nice literally. one, Tiffany. Conversation and communication. It's everything. Wow. It's everything. Have a conversation. And conversations require communication. So if you can't communicate effectively with your partner about what turns you on or what turns you off, like what, like what, I don't know how y'all talking. Word, for real. I don't know how y'all it's how only y'all sex, in a relationship. Man. Come on, man. Talk it, for about real. It. For real. And, and, you know, sex is not everything in a relationship but for some people it is and if it's really really important to you you should definitely talk about it period 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 or or stop complaining for real and just deal with your dry sex mm-hmm. what would <laughs> that ass um what happens if their partner their significant other lost their top spot now this is an interesting mm. component because to me mm. this insinuates somebody's uh Sneaking out. Somebody's yeah. sleeping mm-hmm. in my bed. Get it right. Yes. Yeah. Somebody is yeah. stepping out for real. Word. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so what happens if you go out and find something that's like, oh, this just blew my mind. Wow. And now I got to go home, and you know, paint drying on the wall. Oh Word. So, like, like, how do you deal with that? Damn. I mean, I, I ain't saying we got that problem here. And I'm not saying we do. We are virgins. Yes. We have not done anything. <laughs> anything. All we do is talk about it. Period. <laughs> but what would you say to it? I mean, man, listen, man. We're going to have to talk. Listen, if it, if you step out, if it's corny and somebody else blew your mind, I have to leave that thing alone, mm-hmm. man. Which, you know, which, think, which one? The, the good thing or the bad thing? Because the bad thing is your significant other. Listen, the good thing is what you want to do. If the good thing is here to stay and we ain't losing out, uh, I'm going to have to go with that good thing. So you think you think somebody should break up with a significant other because the sex is better? Like, what about... I'm, I'm significant other. Like I said, it's much more word. What are we talking about? Are we talking about marriage? Or are we just talking about a simple, like, y'all, okay. y'all been together for four months? Or okay, okay, okay. Context, so, context. You let's, should let's... know it was whack with, within the first five months here, all right? Now, you wiped it. You knew it was whack. I don't want you to complain. You got to stick it out. I mean. Stick it out. You know, it had to be something else that you, you know, word. that she brought to the table that word. you really, you know, fell in love with. Word. So, if you if you got more than a year in this person and you're not feeling the sex, and other things, you know, sparks your relationship. I feel like, yeah, you know, stay with that person, rock out. I mean, you know, just man, you gotta talk, man. Word, you you really have to talk. I mean, I would say, if you stepped out, right? Because that's the only way someone's gonna lose their top spot is if mm-hmm. they if you step out. So if you stepped out and experienced something new, um, first of all, you wouldn't know what anything else was like if you didn't step out. So that's that's number one. Definitely. Number one, you really got to blame yourself for now knowing well, what is that there's better out there. <laughs> The grass is green on the other side. <laughs> the grass is indeed green on the other side. I mean, that's probably the one. So, like, what do you do 
with this information now that I know the grass is greener. So it's really up to you to figure out what's most important in your relationship. What's most important for you? Where you where where's your list of priorities? Um, higher, what's it called? The, it's a higher education term. What's your high, the hierarchy of needs? Like what's at the very top of your needs, and then what's at the very bottom? And and honestly, if I want to speak very honestly, sex should really be for me personally at the bottom. And I don't really see sex as everything. It's important. Intimacy is important. But there are so many other reasons people break up and bad sex is just like one of them. Many people are in relationships with bad sex. Yeah. Right? So I would you say- Because so? I do. I know, I know some people who've been in situations with, with bad sex. And they stuck with a person with bad and, sex? And stuck with him. That's crazy. Yeah. Stuck with him at least for some time or, or at least kept- you know, having intimate interactions with them for an extended period of time. And then at one point in time, you know, they broke apart. Not saying it's me. I'm just saying in general, I know people who have. I talk to a lot of people. You know, the wild thing when I was younger, though, like sex was everything to me. Like, or, listen. I mean, oh, it, 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 yo, it's, it's still, dope, dope, you know, we're Virgins. not doing anything. Virgins. But I'm just saying, <laughs> when I was younger, it was everything. It was mm-hmm. like, yo, this it got to be lit. You feel me? Sure. But now I'm at an age, like, it's cool. It's just a plus to me now, you know? Mm-hmm. So if it is dope and it's fire, that's just a plus. I want more things. What can, what she, what can, can my significant other bring to the table mm-hmm. to make us grow and be better human beings and be mm-hmm. better people? That's how I'm on it right now. You know? So just, just find out where you prioritize sex in your relationships and in your life period. And then go from there. And if sex for you, it's not, it doesn't have to be for anybody else. Everybody else may say, ah, sex, like me, sex is not that, it shouldn't be at the top, but it can be at the top for you if that's what you feel is necessary. We talked about love languages earlier. Love, one of the love languages is physical touch. Mm-hmm. So if physical touch is one of your big things and intimacy is one of your big things, then you may need to have a conversation or exit stage left. On to the next question. Um, and this is some, this comes from someone who wants to know. And this is a really good question. How do you know when you're settling? Mm. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know when you're settling. I mean, only you can really a- answer that question. You know, you know what you want. You know what you need in your life. You know your do's and don'ts. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you would know when you when you're settling. Like you know, like you don't even got to make a list. You just know as a person what you need. She she smacked my hand down. Cause right he put now. his hand over his mouth. He's been he doing it, me. but he don't know. I have I have headphones on, so he doesn't realize when he covers his mouth, it oh, muffles it uh, muffles okay, the mic. Okay, I apologize. A, man, I'll stop. This, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell y'all something about me and David real quick, since he want to do a quick little segue. David don't be trusting me sometimes, and we get and we do get in disagreements about that. Of like. If I'm telling you to do something, or if I'm if I'm saying, babe, not that, mm-hmm. it's not because I'm trying to play you. It's because I'm like, I know something that you don't know. Gotcha. And I'm the one with the headphones. Okay. I'm the one who, who records. I, I, I ain't even see you with the headphones. You got so comfortable with them. Worry. Right now. This, this, champ- this, this champagne done hit his system. He don't know what's going on. First of all, this man is drinking out of the well, million, well, Wallow, dollar, yeah, Wallow, uh-huh. the million dollars worth of game Yo, cup. Shout out to Larry for buying me that cup. Listen, right? Uh-huh. He is sipping from this cup and feeling himself with yeah, a headband. Right, I saw nah, but nah, you will know when you're, mm-hmm. when you're settling. You know? Mm-hmm. you know, as a person, you know what you want and you know what you don't need. That's how you, you just know. You just know. I don't know if somebody can tell you, like, this is the... This is how you know you settle. Word. Only you know you at the end of the day. You, you know? know, I think for some people, they can find that very challenging because some people are looking for, like, I need mm-hmm. verbatim how to know how I am settling. So if a person actually, you know, tell you how to, you know, verbatim, this is what you're doing to settle, and you don't do it, then then why take their opinion though? You know, or, or advice. Mm-hmm. And like, because to everybody, you got you have your own barometer on like what, like what level of settling. Where do I reach the level of like, okay, I finally settled. Mm-hmm. For me, I realized I settled when I let my 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 ex cheat on me for years and years and years. I was settling in that moment and I allowed myself to be settled in that moment and I stuck around um, for a really long long time. And so I knew when I was settling. And I think for me, I had wrote down in my notes, like, honestly, if you're if you have to ask yourself the question Mm -hmm. of am I settling? You're probably settling. You definitely said. And then I have to say, too, like on another end of it. If you're avoiding the question of are you settling, you're probably settling too. Because some people like to avoid the question. Definitely. Because asking yourself that question makes the situation that makes the issue real. And some people don't like to make the issues real. Don't settle. 
It, you know, for like, Dave, it's honestly easier said than done. I know. Nobody wants to be alone. We're ooh. nobody. No, nobody. Somebody I mean, in the somebody. panel. But remember the guy at the panel today, you know, Flo. Yo, you was a real one. Flo, Flo was a real one. He literally real. said, "I ain't prepared to die alone." I said, oh, oh, "But I'm not." <laughs> I'm, you know, but you gotta ask yourself that, yeah, though, you, you do. know. You do. You have to ask you yourself. Really gotta ask yourself. What 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 are you willing to? At what lengths are you willing to stretch? Stretching it. He'll be burping Sweet. off champagne. It's oh, cool. It is, is what it is. Oh, yeah. We drank up. We got the end of the bottle at this point. Good right now. Word. At one point, um, how far do you want to extend yourself and stretch yourself mm-hmm. for somebody to say, okay, this is how far I'm willing to go. And then they pull you and stretch you even further. Like how? What? At what point? What's your breaking point? Is my question. And only you know what your breaking point was. For me, like I said, y'all know this. I've been cheated on multiple, you know, by this, by one person multiple times, and I was being stretched and stretched and stretched. And th- still, I'm like Laffy Taffy. I'm still like I'm still going. There's still more to me. So at what point in time did I snap? And what point in time are you going to snap? And you only you know what that is for you. And sometimes, some people don't snap. They just Settle in settling, yeah. and they get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's terrible. Though, it, it is. It, You're it sacrificing is. your yeah. happiness, man. Yeah, and That's you don't want cool. you don't want to do that for real. Because you, you only live once, people. And I think yeah. I think the fear. You know what it is, Dave? You said nobody wants to be alone. Like I think that's the fear. The fear is that if I leave the situation alone, so, if I don't settle, I will be alone. So look, like you know, you don't want to be alone. So you rather settle and be unhappy. Mm-hmm. I'll be alone and be happy and do whatever you want, you know, and not settle. Like, that's the question you got to ask yourself at the end of the day. I'll bop you that. Kill that. She's <laughs> trying to leave me some water at the bottom. We're not doing that. We ain't even drinking our But now you just got to ask yourself, like, are you sacrificing your happiness, mm-hmm. you know? Can you be happy alone? I feel like you could, though. You just got to find certain things that you like, you know? It's definitely ain't scary. Ain't nothing wrong with being alone, nah, man. It's scary. It is long, scary to be it, alone. It is. Don't get me wrong. It is a little scary. As long as you happy at the end of the day, your Word. mind is right. Word. You know? That's all. Word. I'm some champagne on my nose. Yeah, that's what should you get. Uh-huh. should take this shit up. Uh-huh. So, ooh, another good question. How do you know when you're ready to date? Mm. Or if you're open enough to date? Mm. See, that's what I was saying earlier. You just know, like, you just get to a point, or at an age, or something hits you like a ton of bricks. Like, yo, I'm ready to date and stop being out here playing, you know? I'm just ready. You, you'll feel it. Nobody, I don't know if anybody can be like, yo, you ready. Trust me, I can see any of it. You, as a person, you just going to know. Just like the settlement thing, you're going to know as a person when you're ready. When you feel like all your chips are in order, you're older, you know? It's just, you know, having somebody to grow with, having somebody, you know, to talk to, you'll know when you're ready, man. You just know as a person. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, like, oh, when you work this job, you'll be ready to have a relationship. Or you get this new opportunity, you'll be <laughs> yeah. ready for a relationship. You're just going to know yeah. as a person mm-hmm. and grow, seeing things, you know, going, you know, taking trips, doing certain type of things in this world. You, you're just going to know, like, I'm ready to have a mm-hmm. relationship. And until then, like. Live your fucking life. Exactly. Live your life. Stop. And, and once you place a less of an emphasis on relationship seeking and finding and trying to find that partner, the more time you'll spend with yourself, the more time you'll learn yourself and learn what you're willing to do. Because once you, if you're settling, if you came from a situation where you're settling and now you're worried about, am I ready to date? But you haven't really got, gotten through the shit you went through in the last relationship. You're only going to repeat the same mistakes. Mm. Spend time with yourself. Like I spent... A good amount. I thought honestly I was going to be single for a really. I mean, I was single in my head for a long me time. Three. I thought I was going to be single I, for a I really long time. I didn't think I was going to meet Tiffany in New Jersey. That ass. That ass. Here he go. Like seriously. He really, really think he's going to be a girl in New Jersey. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to meet no girl in New Jersey that can, you know, uphold my standards and be the one I need to be with. Mm-hmm. And here come Tiffany, boy. Dude, it's crazy. Dude, no, no, no. But now nah, you'll know. You know when you're ready though, for sure, for sure. Or, but I also think too. Um, Your mind got to be right though. No, there we go. Gotta be right. There we go. Gotta be right. My mind was not right for a long time. You gotta know what you want, though, Word. too, though. I took some, well, y'all know when I was talking about my in episode two, making up to break with yourself, I wasn't, I, I had a different mindset. I put my eggs in the basket with the first dude I met that I thought was attractive after um, I walked away from my ex and he ghosted me. He's supposed to come kick it with me and never came to, to chill with he me. He did you like that, too. He did me dirty, baby. He did me dirty, baby. Corny, nigga. corny niggas. Damn. This is corny out here. But now, look, look what you got. That's right. 
Got me a trophy. <laughs> but um, I thought I was ready. I was like, I'm ready for this. Da, da, da. And then when I realized he hurt my feelings by ghosting me, I said, bitch, you are far from ready. You, you're not even who, you're not even the type of chick that you wanted to be where like this stuff shouldn't phase you. And not to say I'm trying to be heartless, but I wasn't trying to put so much of my emotions into a situation where I was allowing somebody to kind of walk all over me a little bit. I allowed this person to disappear for a couple of weeks, pop back up, say, hey, what's up, what's good? Then disappear for a couple more days. And you still and wanted them? I was just interested. In, at that time, I said, I really just wanted to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to you know, date. I wanted to laugh. I wanted to chill. Did I, you like him? I thought he was attractive. Okay. He was cool enough. He was, you know, he seemed like- How long like, I was talking before he ghosted you? Oh, I met him that summer and uh, he ghosted me like that fall. Well, so it wasn't, it was for, for a couple, we weren't even really, you know, I wouldn't even really call something. you know why he ghosted you though? I have well, I, not really. At first I had no idea. And then um, a few months later, I had saw when Jay-Z and Beyonce went on the run tour too. Mm-hmm. I had, he had, I didn't realize he unfollowed me from Instagram, right. <laughs> but I was still following him. And I saw he made a poster with his with his baby mom. Oh, okay. And he put the quote like, "My baby mama harder than a lot of you niggas." And oh. I said, "Oh, <laughs> that's what it was." He went back to the baby mom. Went right back to the baby mom, and I was like, did like you for you know, right? And I had to tell myself, right? People have an opportunity to make choices. Do I wish people were kinder mm-hmm. with their choices? Do I wish people thought about? Other people's feelings with exactly. their choices, absolutely. He probably didn't even care, like you know, she ain't she don't. Yeah, she's not gonna really think that much, or or honestly, niggas ain't shit. So he do know, I maybe I do care. Right. You know, I'm not gonna tell all that man's stories he told me because I ain't trying to put him on on blast. But <laughs> you know, for real, I'm not even gonna go too deep and be shady because I I could absolutely be shady because some shit was fucking strange. Maybe one day later in life I'll laugh at this nigga, but right now I'm gonna be kind. Um. But that's when I knew I wasn't ready to date because I still was feeling hurt feelings after the first failed situation I was in or talking um, interaction I was in and with. And so you'll know. I think you'll know you're open when you can when you hold have no expectations whatsoever. Like meeting Dave, I had no expectations when I met him the first day. The first day when I meet some other dudes back in the day, I used to be like, I wonder what this is gonna be. I wonder if he's gonna try to fuck. I wonder if he, yeah, I'm trying to figure out like what's what is this? What's what's gonna happen? I mean, I did a little bit with Dave because he was, you know, he asked to talk to me that night, and I was kind of like, eh, no. She's trying to cut me off. I was, I was like, you want you want to talk to me? I'm, we yeah, just I'm, met. I was like, a little wavy, you know. I wanted to talk real quick while I went home. No, and then two nights. She thought me in creep mode. Where know? I was, and two nights later uh, on, the, <laughs> on phone. the phone. Boo love it. Boo love it. <laughs> And then it was and it was over from there. Um so just take I would say honestly take your time. Be patient with yourself, grant yourself a little bit of grace. So you're newly single in 2020. Can you thrive in this new dating world off of these different dating apps? And less with like face, like how we met face to face human interaction. So we're we're single in twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to know, can we really find a relationship in the dating apps? Yeah. Now let me let me let me say this. Dave laughed at me. Yo, listen. Dave laughed at me when dating I was in dating queen apps. Right here, you're. I'm, I was in dating. She was on VIP on the dating app. I was on Bumble. <laughs> She was on the VIP room waiting. I was on Bumble. Now, what, what was waiting outside? I was, on, I, was, I was on the league. <laughs> I was in the, I was in the waiting. She was on outside, waiting, virtual waiting outside. How you came from club, outside yo. the club. You can't even get security in. Had, <laughs> security on, on the site like, nah, you can't security. get in. Yeah, I did ask couldn't get into the league until somebody gave me a ticket. I won't even say who gave waiting. me a But somebody, somebody gave me a gold ticket. Somebody sent a cheat code, bro. Somebody, somebody sent a cheat code and I got in real quick. Word, but... What do you, what would you say to someone who's newly single this year, um, and a lot of dating happens online? What would you say to that? Because you know you haven't really used dating. Apps. No, 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 no. I mean, yo, it's your life, man. If you want to go on the dating sites, if you think you can find love on these dating sites, go ahead, shoot your shot. Like they they was talking about something at the at the thing today about serial dating, mm. and I thought that was that was different, you know, you know, just date. Put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, if but you know, just don't just don't be out here wilding. But if you just want to date, put yourself out there. What you mean don't be out here wilding? You know, in what way? Out, you know, this date. Don't be out here every date you go on. You don't got to be going crazy. Crazy in what way? 
What you trying to say? I don't gotta be kissing. Okay, 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 okay. I mean, unless you want to. Unless you like feeling this but guy. But just know, I had somebody, somebody had mono the other day, so you might want to be careful yeah. off of that word. Just don't deal with the corona, babe. Listen, that shit is real and people Super. are really dying from Yo, that. Yo, they got people quarantined out here. On cruise ships, like oh that. That shit is wild. But nah, definitely, like, yo, do your day. I, I mean, the day sites is cool. As long as you can meet up with a person and really get to know them, it's, I guess it's okay. I'm not I'm not opposed to it, you know? Any any type of way people can try to find love, that's cool with me, man. Now, I've been on dating apps. I, I was on a couple of dating apps before I met Dave. And he, you know, the way he laughed here was exactly how he laughed when I told him about it. And for me, I told him, like, if you really think about the interactions, like, you met me in person one time. Mm-hmm. The rest of our interactions is really, if you want to consider it online, like, texting and phone chatting or whatever, that's really what it is. Yeah. The, our relationship really built up from virtualness, yeah. like, having conversation on the phone, text messaging one another, which is really what a dating app is. Mm-hmm. And so, the only difference is that we didn't meet in person. We yeah. just met online. That's, said, a, that's kind of a, it's just, a, it's a difference, though, you know? What do you mean? Like, meeting somebody in person compared to meeting them on a site. Like, I mean, you see them on pictures, you feel me? But I feel like pictures does, don't do nobody justice. I feel like you just got to see a person. You got to see a person, like a, a, a person in person, if that don't sound too Well, crazy. don't forget, um, what is this, that murderer's name? Came oh off match. Word. Man. Yes, they, yo, you know, here's what they don't understand about dating for women, period. A lot of these men come off as gentlemen. They come off as kind. They come off as endearing. That's the size, though. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, I might say, but even people in person, they, they come off like that in person to you, and then they be offing you. What was that guy's name? I'm going to have to find it. And when I find it, you know, they hit, they are on Netflix or whatever with a, um, a whole series about but it. But you never know what you're getting yourself Word, into. Exactly, though. right? So you can't sit here and say, like, me, or, you, or you can, it's your opinion. Mm-hmm. But like meeting somebody in person, there's a difference between meeting somebody in person versus meeting somebody online. Because you can meet somebody in person and think, oh, I've seen But somebody on, online can be faking a little profile pictures. And somebody in person can be lying about who they are to him. And they live in the shadow and they're in a billy goat. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, you can't sit here and say, like, just because they told me you driving on a Benzo and you coming out driving a Buick. Like, I mean, some of the Buicks are nice, but you driving an old Buick. Like, I'm, but you told me you was driving a Benz. Like, what, what oh happened? Like, word. Like, you got to think about it. People lie no matter, no matter what. And virtually, yeah, it's easier for someone to say, I'm six foot tall, dark, you know, and handsome or whatever. And they show up, they five foot light skin, they're missing the front tooth. Like there's a big difference in that. And yes, that does happen. But people be perpetrating in front of your face too. Definitely right. But I feel like it's a little bit easier to, to uh, go on a little date and mm. uh, mm-hmm. date more, you feel me, mm-hmm. compared to going out all the time and putting yourself out there. Right. It get annoying a little bit, you feel me? True. Because you got to, you know, People don't think like, oh, you guys met out. It might, it might not work. That don't. It's not always true. You feel me? You know what? Compared I think to about? a dating site, you're like, you know, like y'all both here for the same thing. You feel me? Word. Or supposedly. You so know? She, I think about, and Dave always thinks I go off the deep end and the negative end of things when it comes down to dating. But I told him like, you're not a woman, mm-hmm. so you don't. Your brain, you don't have to alter your thinking to think the worst. But we do. A lot of women have lost their lives telling niggas no. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't want to talk to you. No, thank you. I had a dude tell me, um, dudes be aggressive, man. hella aggressive. Even when I was younger, back in the day in high school, I had a, a, a dude told me he was going to pay for my, my college, my books for college. Like, like basically, I'm gonna trick off. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm take care of you. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. And I was like, mm-hmm. and homeboy had and, and he was driving an all tenant out, whatever. And I'm like, sir, I'm damn sure I'm minor. You gotta be twenty something. This. Just could be statutory rape. Like, what are you doing here? And niggas is creeps. Like, and Dave don't. Dave have, has never had that interaction, so he doesn't have that. A lot of men like Dave too don't have that context to realize like niggas out here really be creeps. Definitely, right. really are creeps. And even when I went to Ohio for a conference a couple years ago, I remember my Uber driver, black woman, she was super dope, smoking weed while we were driving. But I was kind of like, let's just sis, we're already in the car, let's just go. Um. She was basically telling me how the weekend before, a young lady left with a black guy. She met in the club, thought he was cool. He murdered her. Wow. Chopped her body up in the trunk. Mm. And they were looking for her, looking for her, looking for her, pulled homeboy over and found her body in pieces in the trunk, right? Yeah, that's crazy. And so, word. 
right? So this is people you meet in person. And so, yeah, it, it, you never know. The person that you meet in person can do that to you. The person you meet online can do it to you. You never really know. It's all about just being careful. I'm sorry I'm taking chill off the deep end. This is just how I go sometimes, mm-hmm. y'all. But Definitely. This is Tiffany. This is, this is Dave, no. This is mm-hmm. this is just how I roll on a regular basis. She got basis. a story for everything, right? For everything. Everything, bro. <laughs> My friends can say the same thing, Wow. Too. All right, we have to take a quick break. We back, we back, we back. We have to take a little break. We have to pop another bottle. Pop hey, that, bitch. Buy, buy these right, though. Go <laughs> here, babysitting. Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> come on, man. You know I can't drink champagne fast? I can't help but say mm. champagne, champagne like that. Why you got to say champagne, bitch? Because I just think it's just so funny. I don't, know, I don't know where I got that shit from, oh honestly. Why you trying to get it from Nicole? Thank you. <laughs> Nicole, I be saying a lot of your shit. Pop that. Sounds like a good time. Hey, hey. Pour that, pour that. I'm a professional Yo, champagne opener. My man loves himself some champagne. It's, it's honestly... It's different, man. It's honestly ridiculous. It's different. <laughs> it's honestly ridiculous how much this man loves champagne. Mm-hmm. All right, babe. So, someone wrote me basically saying, like, they feel like they're going to be alone forever. Mm-hmm. Um, But one of the things they mentioned was that they're not certain. They don't really get past the dating part of the dating phase where they can even interact and engage within the conversation of religion. This person identifies so this person with is big on religion. Well, yeah, they're um, that's her deal breaker. Well, I won't say it's her deal breaker. They don't even get to that conversation yet, so she doesn't even know oh, okay. if it's a deal breaker. Gotcha. So she identifies as um, she she's Muslim. Mm-hmm. So she she identifies within that religion. So she's kind of like. Well, we don't even get to the point where I can even talk about my religious identity. And so I don't even know when I do meet somebody to get to that point, if we would even be able to get there. Right. So what would you say about someone? Let's let's say, for example, um, you meet someone who believes in God versus someone who's an atheist who doesn't believe in anything whatsoever. Uh, what do you think? How would you how would you combat that? Because I know some people who are in who are relationships, one's Christian. Um and what's Muslim? So, what do you say to that? Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It, it's crazy with religion and all that. So, mm-hmm. I'm not really deep in religion. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know. It's just crazy. But one thing I do, <laughs> I was doing to say, I was listening to a great podcast that this beautiful woman Tiffany mm-hmm. put me on. You what know, Kadeem and Caval. Kadeem Caval, that ass podcast. Podcast. Yeah. You know, they they were saying something. Like when you're dating in person and you think you want to take it serious, it's five things that you should ask them when oh, dating. Yeah, that. Yeah. It's politics, they were saying, religion, credit. Do you want children and, me- and mental health? I wrote it down. Like I put this in <laughs> I my note. Ass because reason. it was so it was so ill. Like mm-hmm. these are five things. And if you can't, you know, get to five these five things with a person, they were saying like you might want to, you know, might want to not take this person serious, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So if you can you know, answer those five things to get to those five things when they end. I think that's that's big. You know, so I don't know about religion. It, mm-hmm. it, it's different. I, I don't know. No, I appreciate it honestly. I I don't want you talking about anything you don't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. or you're not knowledgeable on. I happen to know if, of situations where people are in have two different beliefs mm-hmm. or set of beliefs. But I mean, I too am more spiritual. I don't go to church on a regular basis, and so to that, I would just say honestly, communication. And I would say, wait until you realize this person is worth even having this conversation with. Like, if we were at the beginning stages, there's no point in saying, well, I'm this and I'm that. Like, you could. Like, at the end of the maybe it's, it is important you have it at the beginning. Um, but if you don't feel comfortable having that conversation at the beginning, you don't necessarily have to have it. Don't do anything you're not, you don't feel comfortable with. But I would definitely encourage you to have it within the first three dates. Definitely. Like, don't go to day four, day five. And you know that's probably like three or four months in, yeah. And you now you have never had it's the conversation. Definitely got to be yeah. the first two dates. Yeah, you gotta first two know dates. What, what we doing here? Yeah, warm up because you you might be nervous like I wasn't, <laughs> and you can't say a damn thing during the date, and you know, you're just like, uh, okay. And so you know, give yourself an opportunity to warm up to the person, and then have that conversation. But the conversation has to be had. Definitely. Um. So, what are some dating tips? So, this person in particular really has not dated. At all. So we're talking about something. Yeah, this is somebody who's a little bit younger. 
Mm. They're not they're not in our age range per se. They're probably let's say they're like around like twenty two, twenty three. Oh, which which seems is young, but still makes for some people like you twenty two, twenty three, you really haven't dated. As long as you ready, bro. Whatever. So, so what would you female. What, what tips would you give somebody who's a new newbie to dating? Twenty two a day, man. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Be open minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, live your life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. But just just date. You know, if you feel like you're ready, you're ready. But just date. Don't be out here going crazy, taking yeah, things to to know, you know, to uh Don't man, feel pressured. Yeah, definitely. But don't feel pressured. Yo, like every you know, I don't know if this person is a girl or a female, but a girl every or, you know, a girl or a guy? A girl or a guy, I'm sorry. Damn. It's okay. I've been drinking. You've been drinking. I but, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm here for, baby. But you know, every person is different. Every per you know, just going on different dates will propel you. For the future, you know, because yeah. you you meeting these different people, you see these a different mm-hmm. kind of views, and it's dope. It's growing you at the same time. You might not think it, but going on these different days, you're growing, you know, because you're you're seeing different uh, aspects, different views from different people, you know, different races, and that's cool. You need that, especially at a young age, you know. But yeah, I, I say keep doing it. I say it's cool. I say that's fine. I, I love how you use the word propelling because mm-hmm. that's all about forward movement, mm-hmm. keeping you going up in, in movement. And so definitely I would say, continue, like Dave said, continue to, to date, continue mm-hmm. to see what else is out here for you. Um, but also just be mindful. Definitely. That Nick's is crazy out here. Oh my okay? God. And then women are crazy too. Women are crazy too. Well, like people and, and people who do not identify with either with either of those identities are crazy. There's crazy people out here everywhere. Just be mindful of that and be prepared um, to have your exit plan. Know what some of the, the there's a lot of bars out here right now. So here's a tip for you as a newbie dating. There's some bars out here who may be in their bathrooms. Take a bathroom break. See what they have on their bathroom walls to see what type of tips they have. That if your date is not going well, ask for the angel drink, ask for the rainbow drink, and those drinks will allow them to call you with call the cops. One will tell you to call a cab. They'll walk wow. you out the back. Yeah, never knew that. Listen, that, they, it's real. Putting on right Putting now. you on game, right? Wow. Just be mindful of what you got. Your... A number that they can call or what? Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't have a number oh, wow. you can call, but if I find a number, I can tell you. But. You know, this is all about individual bars. Not every bar has it. I've been to many bars and I've been to the bathroom. I'm like, ain't shit here. If somebody, male, female, or not, neither identifying any of that, feels uncomfortable in their date of how they can get help, right? And especially if they're feeling uncomfortable. So there's opportunities here for you to, especially if the person doesn't know really much about you, this is your first day, they don't know nothing but your number. Yeah, take a look in the bathroom. Take a quick little bathroom break. Powder your nose. Don't leave your drink. Don't even order a drink. And if you've ordered a drink, finish that bitch before you go to the bathroom. Damn, that mean you like you just don't trust this person. You got you can't I mean, trust you can't. You, can, you, can, you, you really can't. Can. Can. I don't think Dave does know, but there's also nail polish out here that they have. That it's, it's if you, too if much. If you're sticking yo. a drink to stirring your drink, that it'll change colors well, if your terrible, drink has been yo. yeah, roofy. I have a colleague who told me um, that he was at a bar with one of his friends, or his, his some female friends, and a guy, another guy at the bar was like. You know, give this drink to that girl that she's beautiful. The girl was like, I already, I'm at my limit. I don't want anything else. Mm. And my colleague drank it and within five minutes, fucked up. Damn, like, bro. couldn't even stay on his feet. Mm. And, but when the guy realized he drank the drink and it wasn't the girl, he was, he was, he was out. Pissed. So he was out. I they called that. the cops, like, you know, somebody roofing somebody. So, you know, you got to be really, really careful because. She was with a guy and somebody still roofied her. That's crazy. So imagine being on a date, right? Mm. So I'm not trying to scare you as a newbie, but I am trying to put you on game of like, I live my life very pessimistically. And it's not, it's probably not the most healthy swimming in therapy, but I, I have to be mindful, be mindful of what's out here, the type of people that are out here. And the type of shit that people out here are doing to us and to do to other people just to hurt them. Mm-hmm. I know people, even men who have been roofied, just for shits and giggles. I know men who have been drugged just for shits and giggles and, and nothing has happened to them, thankfully. But for that person, it was, for a guy to be drugged, it was traumatic as fuck for this person. They Definitely. could not. You don't even could, want to tell nobody about it. You and know? they you're and embarrassed. I was very shocked when they told me. I was very rattled when they told me. I was kind of like. Because you expect women to get roofied, not, you, not men. You feel me? 
Listen, it's crazy. It's real out here for everybody. So just be mindful, be careful. Um, know who you and, and never go on dates without anybody knowing where you are. Definitely. Period. When me and Dave went on our first date, my parents knew where we were, my friends knew where we were, and Dave didn't even know that. No. I had plenty of people who were like, oh, we 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 walking through X and Y and Z right now. We at this restaurant. Yeah, the date's over, but we walking around over here because guess what? <laughs> keep dating though. But I'm dead ass, but like, but keep dating. Don't be as pessimistic as me, but be mindful of your exit points. Be mindful <laughs> for real. That's a ass. fire drill, man. Fire, so it's, a fire. We, it's always a fire make drill. Make sure you know we like, exit. Like, you know, think about Twitter's world. We got, we got active shooters regularly, and we have active shooter trainings at, at the college campus. And one thing that the police have always said no matter where you are, whether it's a mall, whether it's a restaurant, it don't matter where you are. Know your exit at all times. And so, even when I got to my boyfriend's house, I know where all my exits are. You don't got to tell me. I know there's one at the front. I know there's one at the back. In my house, I was one of the front, the back, and the side. Two sides, actually, in my parents' house. So I know where I can get in and where I can get out if need be. And that's just me, right? So if I have to flight, it's like flight or fight. Mm. If I got a flight and if I got to run, I know where I got to run to. If I got to fight, you're going to have to take me the fuck out. So, you know, just be prepared prepared for anything. But (laughs) it sounds like I'm trying to prepare you for war. But I'm really trying to say it's basically, like Dave said, keep an open mind. Have a good time, but just be mindful of like how you set the date up. Um, as women, especially, or, or people, those of us who identify as women, um, we are always seen as a fragile, weaker of the sexes. So just be mindful of that. Um, those who are, someone said, you know, still working on themselves, self care, self love. Wanting to continue the education. There's a lot of things going on on their life right now. And they're wondering, because they have so many different moving parts in their life right now, could this be a reason why they haven't found the one? Maybe. You think so? Like, you talk about, like, career. They're busy. Busy. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Why you say that? Because they're not putting themselves out there. Mm. They're too busy, you know, working on them. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on their career. Focus on what they got going on. Mm-hmm. But you got to put yourself out there. For you to find somebody, you feel me? It's some instances you might be walking in the grocery store, you might be walking down or, the street, or, le- or in the club. Oh my god! But that's still put yourself out there mm-hmm. at the same true, time because you're in the club. You feel word, me? Word. But you expect nobody not to talk to you if you're beautiful. It's gonna happen. Oh, he sounds beautiful. You, you know, you gotta you gotta put yourself out there at the same time. If you feel like you're not putting yourself out there, I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You gotta put yourself out there. Word. You gotta. I mean, even at at a, at a gathering. Somebody mm-hmm. can invite you to a gathering. True. It might be a single dude there, Word. a single woman there. Word. And they can put you on. Like, she dope. Yo, you should try to talk to her. You got to put yourself out there. But if you're working mm-hmm. and you're going back home, go sleep, and you wonder why, that's probably it, though, right there. One thing somebody I was talking to one of my friends about before, and she was like, you know, the energy we give off. Some people don't really believe in energies and all that stuff. I absolutely do. It's a vibe. They Maybe, was killing and, and me today were, with the energy. Yeah, there was. Oh my God. They what heard you, a lot of What you put in the in, in universe, in the yeah, in the universe will come, come back, back to you. Definitely. <laughs> so, so back to what good Tiffany saying. Yes, word, energy. energy, right? I never forget, Um, I was at the grocery store by where I worked before and I saw this guy Sorry, Dave. They be they be hearing all my conversations. So trust. Hey, damn. They don't. Get, they be listening to be like, well, this girl crazy. But there was this guy had caught my eye. Mm, okay. How you doing, right? Okay. And so, <laughs> and so I saw him in every aisle, and I was like, you know, if I damn. see, or it was it was really, even at the grocery store, even at the grocery store, right? It was it was out there. it was weird to me. It was it's kind of freaked me out, and I I thought was to myself, hmm? nah. Okay, cool. I'm nah, this, is, this, this is one. this is when I was still um dealing with my ex, gotcha. and so I saw him. Um, this is what energy is important, right? I told myself if I see him in the parking lot, I'm gonna say something. Okay. I got to the car parking say lot. Say something like in a bad way, or like no, say like like him? approach him. Okay. Because you know I don't got no problem approaching. You a gangster. <laughs> More women should be like Where that. I approached okay? my ex. I approached my ex. So I was like, you know, I'll approach him. But I didn't see him in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And literally, as I packed my last grocery in the cart, put my cart to the thing, I was like, well, then there's that. As I pull out my spot, go out to exit the grocery store, who drives by? He mm-hmm. does. And we literally lock eyes. And it was like a moment where I felt like, damn, I done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> 
should have said something. Man. I should have said something in aisle nine. I be acting scary. Well, we man. do, we do, like, right? Say something. Man. You know, men act, men act scary too. But you know, he very well could have been eyeing me, but had a, been in a whole ass relationship. You, you never really know. Never. Um, and so, or he probably was just very focused on himself, like you are, and like I'm not even trying to entertain anything right now because all I want to focus on is me and what I'm doing. Go ahead, babe. Mm-hmm. So I would say it could be the reason why you haven't found the one. You're probably still working on yourself and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just take your time. There's literally, no matter what nobody tell you, there is no rush. No rush. I know people who've been married for five, six, seven years. I know people who, who married with kids. They know people who married with kids who are un- fucking happy mm-hmm. unhappy so like literally what you rushing for what Take do you time, who, 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 and my question is to you is like who rushing you make sure it's right word if, and if you make if, sure you've got the best in yeah. and stop applying pressure to yourself it's not it's not healthy this is a good question dating up dating and, up yeah the old school word of this is like Dating above your station. I watch mean? a lot of old shit, y'all. Dating above your station basically meaning like I'm dating somebody that's like two steps ahead of me, okay. ten steps ahead of me. So what's wrong person, with that? So this person was saying, um, then they start basically, judging you though. Huh? Wow, they probably start judging when you start. Right. Going. So they're basically saying like a lawyer, a doctor. Okay. Would they ever want to date somebody? Um, Who's what teaching? Who with a re- with a regular job, like somebody who not making the what same coins with them, or like basically <laughs> what they wrote was like they don't want a broke bitch. And so, let me say what I said that real quick. I answered that first. I'm a broke bitch. I am a, what? I'm broke too, babe. Like we, we both broke. Okay. Like broke, and you know I, I understand where this person's coming from. My mom was telling me when I was when I was single and wasn't dealing with my ex, I was like in my whole ass single phase. I was like, well, maybe, you know, you should meet a doctor. You should meet this kind of lawyer. I was like, sis, where the fuck am I finding these people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a whole ass South Jersey. What, what, what attorney, attorney conference am I going to? I don't got no purpose. They're like, where am I meet this doctor and this lawyer at? Like, sis, for real, for real. Like, where am I find them? And she was telling me, I said, like, you know, I have more of a chance of meeting somebody within my career of higher education mm-hmm. than I do of, or, or somebody at a grocery store. Or the club, like I met you, versus meeting this this doctor or this lawyer. But right. this person felt like meeting a doctor or a lawyer, they, they may not fuck with you because you're not on their same level. They're looking down at you. Word. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk, let's talk about looking down at you. That's something we, we didn't hit on earlier today. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You, you can talk that talk. You already, you, you've you been drinking. Looking down at you. Tell, tell them about it. Tiffany <laughs> was looking down at a nigga. Tell them. When I met her at the club. Mm. You know, I'm like, yo, you know, I. I did some college. You know when they got on applications, college, high school, or some college. I'm, I'm, I'm a some college nigga. <laughs> I'm a some college. And I'm one of the girls who, who definitely had that degree. Word. Who, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, oh, you know, I ain't, you know, I ain't go to college like that. But she's like, oh, you ain't going to college. Mm-hmm. I guess she has something in her mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know. I want to do that got a college degree. Mm-hmm. But I knew what I could bring to the table. I Word. knew I was a real dude at the same time. You feel me? Don't, you know, because I, I didn't want her to judge me. You feel me? I just want her to judge me on the person I was and us moving forward. Like, just give me a chance. Mm-hmm. Just see what type of dude I am. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't got to mess with it. You feel me? But she definitely judged a little bit. Like, oh, what you doing for a living? I don't need to know. Like, <laughs> You didn't go to school? What you doing? She thought it was like some ragamuffin. Oh, I did think he was a little bugaboo. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Man, that's how they be looking at people. So what I don't do? know, man. They probably frown upon you a little bit. But I mean, mm-hmm. if they like you, they like you. And they, you know, if they can, you know, help you upgrade, upgrade yourself, man. Huh? Can I tell you something? You know, I, I judge Dave, right? Just a shit, This is I judged him, right? And, you know, and I kept it real with him. He knows it because I told him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to keep nothing from him. I felt it a little bit. Shut up, David. Right, Shut right, up. Speaking, speaking, you ain't speaking, speaking. never tell me that you felt it. Why you feel it? I, I felt it a little bit. You gave me a little wig or something. You know, but, you know, one thing David told me is that he had. He had expectations and he fully intended on making sure the person that he was with went to college. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, I thought that was a little odd to me. I was like, well, you ain't go to college. Why is it is important that I went to college? And it's because he wants it to be an emphasis for his kids. Yes. 
And I, and I really was like, oh, that's what your ass gets. Shut the fuck up for you want a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> for you want a good thing. And so you, you might have people who are going to look down on you or look down on you like, damn, that's what you do. Or, or in my case, I look down on Dave and that nigga make more money than me. Okay? Don't he makes you. more money than me. And don't, I don't, ju- don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. And this is a good looking book, y'all. Okay, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, just be mindful, like, there are going to be people out here who want to hear what you hear what you do, hear what you say, and they're going to be like, mm-mm, no, that's not for me. And I told Dave, one of the only things I bring like with my um, my baggage are my loans. I have college loans out the fucking Yo, She ass. talks about these loans like they kids, bro. Yo, these loans are kids. They were with my boy Tony. Or they mm, were shout the, out to Tony, too. Shout man. out to my dog, Tony. Ruff, ruff, nigga. Miss you, Tony. Ruff, ruff. Um... And a couple other questions left and then we'll be done. How should you, how do you, or how do men handle rejection? Mm, we don't handle it well. Some of, us, <laughs> some of us do, but a lot of us don't. It all, excuse me, so it all depends on what you've been drinking that night. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the main one, top three, what you've been drinking, what you've been drinking, and what you've been drinking that night. But if you're sober and, you know, man, some dudes just be going in trying to talk to girls and thinking they can't, they, they gonna like, the best thing I'd be telling dudes, man, if you're going to holler at the girl, the worst thing she's going to tell you is no. Your word. The worst thing she's going to tell you she got to do. Yep. Other than that, it's open season, mm-hmm. man. So whatever. But if you go in there thinking the worst mm-hmm. and whatever happens, come out better than that, you good, man. That just, just don't go in there thinking like, oh, I'm going to get her. You're going to be mad after. <laughs> like, oh, nah, man, I'm about to smack her. Go crazy. Like, what's good with you? You know, for me as a woman, because I understand further context behind what happens when women reject men. I've given my number out a lot. So going back to when Dave first met me and he saw me talking to that older guy, I told him if that older guy would have asked for my number um, and he, and if he was coming off really aggressive, mm-hmm. I probably would have given him my number. Dang. And and I had to tell, explain to Dave why that was, mm-hmm. right? I wanted to make sure I went home that night. I wanted to make sure me and my friends went home with no altercation. And I never understood that. He did not understand. Because I'm not that type of dude. We ain't going about to be over here mm-hmm. bashing her. We ain't going about to be over here spazzing on her because she ain't giving my number. Like, it is what it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You're going to go home and be all right. I never knew, like, dudes was that aggressive yeah. where they'd be like, yo, listen, they, they bug out. So yeah. you just got to give me a number. You're... Even if it's a fake number. But listen, now they're calling the numbers. So let me let me tell you something. Dead. Google. I'm like, yo, they Google calling numbers to, too. Yeah, like, no, oh, they did wow. I told that they, they they literally call you right there. Oh, that's crazy. And let me say something. Google, here's a here's a gem. Google offers free phone numbers. Mm. I have a free Google number. And when I learned that shit, you need to memorize that thing. I do. I haven't memorized. Okay. Good. I haven't memorized. I have I have. I don't, I don't want to get into why I have a Google number. If they about to hit you. Better keep it moving. That ass. They do. They do. I bob. I bob and weave. On my married shit. Or is that a little Kim? It's a little Kim. Um, next question. One of our last questions, one of our last few questions. We have one more after this. How should couples handle disagreements? Mm. How do we handle disagreements? Let's go there. How do we handle our disagreements? I think we handle disagreements kind of kind of fairly okay. Mm-hmm. I think we handle it decent. You know, it might mm-hmm. be a couple of times you might be like, I'm gonna call you back. Because you're bugging. Word. That's that's who, on who part? On who part? Against me, you know. Mm-hmm. Tiffany be wildin'. She go black on me. Word. I thought I had me a little Caucasian woman. <laughs> from Trenton. Shut up. Like Tiffany live in the, in the, in the, in the, in the area. Suburbs. In the area, like the Bel Air part. Shut of up. Trenton. It's different. That's why I was so that's I, why I, grew I had up. a little white girl, you know? Whoa. But she get black, bro. Black. You know what? Black she people in this black. whole white girl shit be killing she me. She get black. <sighs> I am black. I say, you Maybe argue no, all no, the time. I'm, I'm, like, listen, she black. I, but I thought I had me a little Hillary. One thing we mentioned at the panel earlier. I like our little little don't, arguments, our little spats. He don't he don't like him in the moment. Not in the moment. Not but in I the feel moment. like, you know, I'm not gonna leave this girl because we had an argument, we had a spat. You know, give me a space, but I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna I want to process it. I want to think about it. 
And I'm, I'm going to call you later. We're going to talk. <laughs> he did ask, like, I'm going to call you later. I don't want to do this no more. We're going to talk. You feel me? Not right now. I'm not right you. now. I'm, I'm at work. We good. We're my right. We're going to talk. But I'm not about to leave her because we had a disagreement. We arguing. It's not. I need that real. I'm sorry. It's And that's why I love you. Like, one, one thing I said to the panel was like, one thing I had to, I told Dave is, I wanted to instill in our relationship is the concept of it's not me against you. It's me and you against the problem. And, and when I first heard it, at first I was doing my ex. And I was kind of like, I don't know how you're going to do it. The problem is cheating. And I don't know how you're going to fix the problem. And then it wasn't until I got with Dave that I realized there's a way to literally look at it like, I'm on your side and you're on my side. But there's this thing in the midst, in, the, in between us that's trying to drive a wedge. So how are you going to, how are you going to get that, that shit to the side? And sometimes that wedge might be a person. Sometimes that wedge might be finances. Sometimes that wedge might be how we decide to raise our kids. Like the wedge could be, could literally be anything, anything. And so it's up to us to to manage it and to be mindful of how we interact with one and how we speak to one another. Like I'm, I'm big on cursing. Y'all know that I curse on a regular basis and therefore I curse when I argue. I curse when I'm really, really upset. Because I do. I be cursing, cursing like a fucking sailor. I do because I feel like that gets my point across. Is I feel like <laughs> with, with the tone of with, and that's why they when he called me like a Hillary. Sometimes because people view me in that way because of how I was raised, they look at me like, "Oh, this girl is really proper. Mm-hmm. She's she doesn't. She's not gonna act up." She's not gonna do it. I'm like, nigga, who the she, she fuck do you think you're talking exactly. to? And, and even when I curse, he, he laughs at me sometimes. It's like it sounds a little off color. It's like, damn, you don't sound right coming out your mouth. But that's how I know you're mad, though. But that's how he understands. Like I'm upset because if I say who are you talking to, he'll think like I'm playing. And he'll think like it's a joke. So I have to add the emphasis of who the fuck you think you're talking to, mm-hmm. just so he understands. Like this ain't that. <laughs> This ain't this ain't this ain't Hillary Tiffany. This is Tiffany from Trenton, New Jersey. This is oh, Tiffany yeah. whose mother's Guyanese. I curse you the fuck out in a heartbeat. The fuck you think this is? This ain't that. I ain't no yes bitch. And so you know that's why and and that's how I turn up. And then I had to realize like sometimes I gotta turn that bitch down because the person who I'm talking to I actually care about. Exactly. I love and date. And I tell you one thing, Dave don't curse at me in arguments. <laughs> 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 I do enough cursing for the both of us. Um, so on to the very last question, David. The very last. He pointed at my cup to me that drink. Hold on. Sitting, like, come on. I don't want to burp. It's very bubbly. Yeah, it's all right, man. You drink ginger ale, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't spit it up. <laughs> so on to the last question. Who's the best girlfriend you've ever had? Damn. <laughs> We're gonna have who saved this question for last show? Me. <laughs> Terrible, bro. Who's the best you ever had? My last relationship. Which is what? Who this who's one, that with? This one. Right here? Right here. Give me a kiss. Hey man, give me something. Right there. I hope you enjoyed um this two-parter. I don't want to call it serious, but this is two-part interview conversation I had with my my fine ass boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm at the end of this next bottle, so yeah, I already know I'm lit. Um, and so we're at the end of the episode, which means what? The song of the week. So my song of the week that I have chosen is by Ziamata Jennings. Hey sis, I follow her IG. She's so dope. She's young. She's um up and coming. I won't say up and coming. Yeah, up and coming R and B artist. She's just really, really dope. And I have selected her song Weakness. I love the song Weakness a lot because for me, the moment I heard it, so I heard, I found the song on Spotify. You know, Spotify has an amazing algorithm. I don't know who did what, but let me say something. I appreciate y'all for it. Um, but the song really talks about being close to somebody. And just at the end of the day, this person, I can't get enough of them. This person is my weakness. And I will tell you right now in a heartbeat, Dave, you are my weakness. Okay, baby. In all ways, shapes, or form. Um, and when she says in this part, well, like, your love is my drug. It literally is my drug. It gets me high. Mm. It, it It's my medicine. It, it builds me up when I'm feeling really low. Like, you know exactly what to do to put me in the best of moods. That's moves. my baby. You're talking crazy. Yeah, like talk to me. I love you too, baby. No. <laughs> But it's, it's you like you're literally the the one thing that like it's like 
every my have my family that's a constant, but it's something different to have somebody who has no context of your upbringing, no context of your life to come into your life to try to learn all these things in the past nearly two years, two years that I've known you and for you to build something with me so strong that I literally feel like weak at the knees when I see you. I'm just like, yo, this nigga is really <laughs> my weakness. Like even when we argue and fight, I know like at, at the end of the day, I'm right. But that we're going to come back mm-hmm. and that we're going to come to an agreement. And then when, even when I'm not right, mm-hmm. you won't let me know that I'm not right. And that to me just makes me feel like, yo, I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. This is the right person I'm supposed to be with. And the thing she says in here is like, I can't get enough and I really can't get enough for you. Oh, baby. So I love you, baby. That's sweet. You're Definitely. my weakness. Mm-hmm. What's your song of the week? My song of the week. My song of the I can. I might can't explain how Tiffany be going there because she's used to this. It's my first song. Okay, so my babe. song of the week is her. That's H.E.R. Especially if you're on an Apple phone. Mm-hmm. Her facts. Oh, I love that song. Facts, because that's facts on how I feel about Tiffany. Mm-hmm. She has her lyrics is first come on like come mess with a real one. Mm-hmm. And if if I know me and I know Tiffany and my phone book, <laughs> Tiffany is stored on the real one because mm-hmm. she's a real one. Mm-hmm. If you're a real one, you know what a real one is, and don't get it twisted. This is why Tiffany says real one at the end of her podcast. Yeah, spit up, spit up, spell it. Because I call her a real one. He so does she, call so me a real why, one. So why she goes, she says, come mess with a real one. You're one in a million. Don't let a lot of people in, but you get admission. I don't see my walls down, but I see his building. What? And that's how I feel about Tiffany. You feel me? I I let my walls down. I see this building, baby. You feel me? me too, you make me want to put my phone down. Listen. If you meet a person that make you want to put their phone down in the area that down. we in of social media, Woo, every, everything, you got a real one, yo. Because they got your undivided attention. Mm-hmm. They got everything. You want to put that phone down. I mean, that means they got your attention. They got your undivided Attention, they got <laughs> everything, they got you. You feel mm, me? Because everybody's so addicted to their phone now, the life that we live mm. in, in this era, it's it's different to find somebody make you want to put your phone down and really have a conversation, really talk to them, and really concentrate on them. And that's why I love that song. That's why I picked this song of the week because that's the way Tiffany makes me feel. Oh, for the jump. No, oh, babe. Oh, don't start crying, babe. Now I'm a burp. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yo, that this is our relationship, and I'm so happy that I, you know, that my baby was so willing to to do this with you all. We were going to record this actually the day after Valentine's Day, and I was like, nah, I need people to hear us on Valentine's Day so they that they can feel the love. And um, this part two is going to be released the week after Valentine's Day, so I want to make sure. That um we gave y'all, you know, a double dose of Tiffany and David. Uh thank you so much, baby, for doing this with me. Anytime, man. I enjoyed you know, this. We've been recording. You I had been... a good I had a great day with Tiffany and her we friends. Did. This was definitely eye-opening. This Aww. is definitely growth at its finest. Yes. And shout out all the people from what Kool-Aid and Kel. Kale and Kool-Aid. Kel and Kool-Aid. I'm gonna tag them in my it description. Was dope. I'm it was amazing. I, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna tag you, sis. It was different. It was nice meeting those different black people in there, mm-hmm. all different different races in there. It was just dope. It was mm-hmm. definitely awesome. It was. It was definitely amazing. And the that podcast way. to end the nightcap was amazing too. Mm-hmm. And the Bel Air just just made it even. Where we, we on our second Shout out bottle. to Bel Air, man. Shout out to Bel Air. Guys, little. We chill thirty mile Bel Air. Change your life, tell me. <laughs> we lit. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Again, thank you to my, my boyfriend, David. Thank you so much for tuning in and just always being, he's right. I do say a real one because he calls me a real one. And, you know, y'all are always real ones for staying tuned. Stay tuned to my episodes and, and make sure y'all clock in. And I appreciate y'all being here with me from the ground up. And there's only one way and that's to go up, right? Exactly. So, I, I, you know, you, you will definitely be hearing more guests on this podcast in the future. 
definitely have some people in mind to invite on so have more conversations with. You can feel free to follow the podcast that they didn't tell you podcast. You can follow me at Legally Black. You can follow my boyfriend at Nowhere.com. Um, you can... <laughs> You can go on my website, www.theydidntellyou.com, to get some merch. I have, get a, that mug, merch. I have a mug up there. Um, I did have some apparel that I had in mind to, to to have up there, but things weren't looking the way I want. Yeah, let me say something about entrepreneurship. It don't always work out the way you want it to. So I'm back to the drawing board on it, and I'm not putting anything out that I do not feel good about. So when it's ready... It'll be out there and I'm no longer going to talk about any additional merch until I am confident that what you're going to receive is exactly what I want you to receive. So um, you can listen to the uh, the podcast playlist on Apple Music and Spotify. These two songs from Her Facts and Siamata with Weakness will both be on it. Um, Yeah, our real ones for real. Thank you so much, baby. You want to say bye? Bye Bye-bye, guys. Take care. Bye.